Hello, my friends, and welcome to Daily Bible Reading, where we're chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for February 21st is Leviticus 24 and 25. Lots of great content in these chapters that show us more about the character and holiness and sheer awesomeness of the mighty God of the universe. It begins by talking about the showbread. And I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are about those 12 loaves of bread delivered to the priests on every Sabbath for them to consume. What are your thoughts? What, what does the bread represent to you? One story that really jumped out at me in today's reading was uh, in chapter 24, beginning in verse 10, the man who blasphemes, and it's probably easier just to read it than even to paraphrase it. Now, the son of an Israelite mother and an Egyptian father went out among the Israelites. A fight broke out in the camp between the Israelite woman's son and an Israelite man. Her son cursed and blasphemed the name of God, and they brought him to Moses. So the word cursed, I looked it up, says the Hebrew, it could be translated to be slight, swift, or trifling. So to curse something is to really make light of it, to not really consider it, um, put it down. And blaspheme, the definition of the word is to appoint. Like, when I think of the word appoint, I think of somebody being appointed as a judge or to a public office. To appoint, to bore, as in to bore a hole in, to curse, to puncture. How do you puncture or bore a hole in the name of God? What does that mean? And is it worthy of death? And it is. God says to have this man stoned, take him outside of the camp and stone. And they do something very interesting. They put all of the people who heard him curse and blaspheme and to put their hand on his head, picture of the scapegoat carrying the sin of the people. And then they stoned him until his life was no more. To blaspheme, to appoint, to pierce, or to bore, as in with accusation. How do you appoint the name of God? And it reminds me of the story of Jesus when he healed a man on the Sabbath and people were, the Pharisees were, saying, oh, he drives out demons by the power of Beelzebul, or some people translate it Satan, the devil himself. He's not from God, he's from Satan. And Jesus said, every sin will be forgiven, man, except for one, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, blasphemy against the Spirit of God, which they were attributing the work of God when Jesus was healing people, making them whole, setting them free from sin. They said he was doing it by the power of Satan. 
And they knew that wasn't true. They knew it wasn't true, but they had no other alternative because they were the ones who were supposed to be representing God. And yet they had no power. And so when God was actually moving through the life and ministry of Jesus, out of self-preservation, out of a desire to maintain their own status, out of arrogance, and out of a refusal to be humble, despite multiple opportunities, they ascribed the work of God to the enemy, the enemy of our souls. And so I don't know what caused the fight between this man and the Israelite, the, the son of the Egyptian and the son of the Israelite. But I wonder if that man who was, who was fathered by an Egyptian, I wonder if he grew up really torn between two different cultures. I wonder if his father was there. It doesn't actually say that he was one of the Israelites or that he even stayed in their camp. It says that he went out among the Israelites. Your Bible might say an Egyptian father was among the Israelites. Your Bible might say among or he was there, but it says it, the, the actual lit, literal, struggling with my words today, the actual literal Hebrew says that he went out among them. Not that he was among them. So maybe he traveled some great distance. And something caused a fight. And we don't even know the names of these two men. We just know that there was a fight. And that one of them cursed God and blasphemed. He attributed the work of God. Or maybe something that God had said. Maybe there was a skirmish about the law. And all of these times, God is saying, do these things because my name is Yahweh. And it says that this man blasphemed the name Yahweh. He attacked the character of God. And that could not be tolerated. The next chapter 25 is about the Sabbaths. It's about the year of Jubilee in which every slave was set free and every debt was canceled. Every land that had been sold went back to the proper party that had inherited it to begin with. It's a beautiful picture of God's mercy hitting the big reset. And I would say, don't you think, would you agree that in Western society we need a reset like a year of Jubilee where all the debts are canceled, where all the land goes back to the original owners? where all the slaves are set free. Hmm. Something to pray for. God bless you, my friends. We'll see you tomorrow.